It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Payday for you was not for us, but maybe it might be for you. I was going to say, if you're going to say it was payday today, I was going to say, I think I got my weeks off. And that would have been an awesome cherry on top, but. But it's not. Thanks for destroying my dreams. You'll be all right. How are you doing, Casey? How was your day yesterday? Yesterday was good. What was it? Thursday. I've just been in a great mood all week because I'm leaving today for our annual friends group float trip. Yes. So I've just been in an awesome, like, we got to get through work and get to the weekend. Yeah. 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 What a great way to close out the summer. I know you don't have kids, so it doesn't, it's not like a, like your summer continues, but yes. what a great way to close it out. It is nice to know that hopefully kids won't be there yeah. because of that. And we're hitting it right before this thousand degrees rolls in. You guys are surely in, in tents and everything too, right? Sh- Surely intense. I don't know her, but we get intense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like camping intense. Oh, intense. <laughs> no, we definitely aren't doing that. This is the float trip where I like met the gingerbread man, though. So it's oh, it's always okay. a big like fun nostalgic little thing that Very that cool. we do. Very cool. Uh, I don't know what we have this week. We have jelly roll, obviously tomorrow yes. night. So uh, you will not be there for that. You're going to be floating down a river. Yeah. Uh, we do have tickets for jelly roll with the big three. Your last chance to get those tickets is today. Uh-huh. So you're going to want to be here at 8 o'clock to get those if you want to go see Jelly Roll tomorrow night at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. We've already had them at Del Mar Hall. It was an awesome show. This is going to be a full show with full stage and everything. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Kelly Pickler speaking publicly for the first time since her husband's tragic death. She's Um, thanking fans and supporters as she shares her plans for her late husband's memorial. So he passed in February, I think it was like February 17th, and he died by suicide. And she explains in this short note some of her feelings over the last, gosh, I don't know how many months, six months, I guess. She says, one of the most beautiful lessons my husband taught me was that in a moment of crisis, when you don't know what to do, just do nothing and be still. So I've chosen to heed his advice. Thank you to my family and friends and supporters for the countless letters, calls, and messages you've sent my way. It's truly touched my soul and helped me get through the darkest time of my life. As many of you told me, you are all in my prayers. So it's good to hear from her just because we hadn't heard from her in like six months. Or, you know, for somebody who was usually so active on social media, she had a a radio show, I think on Sirius XM or The Highway. She, She had a lot going on and then, you know, everything ended all at once. I can't even imagine. Just tragic. Additionally, she let everybody know she's going to have a memorial for her husband and it will be intimate and small because she knows that's what he would have wanted. And um, they also just released the what's it called? EP? I I guess autopsy. Oh, I thought she was releasing new music or something around (laughs) this. And um essentially just like letting everyone know there was no drugs or alcohol in the system when this happened and kind of giving a little bit more peace of mind. So um, I'm not going to post more about this, but it's good to know that Kelly is doing okay. Remy and Casey. What is something you're convinced people are pretending to like? 314-699-4766. Let us know on the text line. Examples. Beer. 
you're convinced people are pretending to like you. I I do feel the same way sometimes about certain people. I definitely feel that way. Uh, IPAs is on this list, which I think is funny. Well, IPAs I don't mind, are gross. I don't mind the taste of an IPA. It's because your name is Zach. That's true. But uh, I don't mind the taste of an IPA. It's nice cold, I guess, colder. But other things on this list are like Crocs. They're ugly and actually really uncomfortable. I, th- I think if like whenever they first really started getting popular decades ago at this point, I always thought you're pretending to like those. You know those are so ugly. Yeah. Now I think the only people who still wear them genuinely do. <laughs> this is going to be a hot take for Missouri. Okay. For sure. Okay. Flow trips. I personally love a good flow trip. But I know that if you are to go with a group. Yeah, there's, there's lo- always someone. There's going to be someone or a couple people that are just going because everybody else is going. They don't actually want to be on the water. They don't actually want to be out in nature. They yeah. don't actually want to be drunk on a river. But they're, they're pretending to like it. Yeah. Yeah. You're totally right about that. Uh, sparkling water. <laughs> LaCroix. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I know you cannot like it. It is not good. So I have, I'm a big sparkling water fan. Ugh. Uh, Pamplemousse. Oh my LaCroix. gosh, you did used to drink that yeah. every single day. I still, we still have it at the house and I will drink it just because I like carbonated beverages, but I, it's my alternative to drinking wild cherry Pepsi all the time. I love a good wild cherry Pepsi, but I, you just can't, right? There's so much crap in soda. So the bubbles are your vice? The bubbles, yeah. Yeah. I don't know but what it, it is. It tastes like Yeah, it's like it's like water with like a hint of something. It's like if you took a, a bottle of juice and threw it across the street. That's what it tastes like. <laughs> I this is another one for me that, that I've always that I'm opinionated about, but really spicy stuff. I feel like there's some sort of something that some that people have to prove or a certain yeah. A certain person has to prove to be like, I love spicy food. I I can handle whatever. I I know my brother-in-law doesn't listen, so my brother-in-law is one of these people. I can throw him under the bus. My brother-in-law is one of these people. I remember going to a Thai restaurant and him saying, "I'll take a level nine or a ten or something like that." And we were we were all at the table like, "You might you might not want to do that." He's like, "Oh no, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." I love it. At the end of the meal, the dude's face was so red. He was sweating, like actual drips of sweat coming off of his head. And he still pretended like he loved it. it. No, (laughs) I I know you don't. And you don't need to be doing this right now. I don't. don't, There's nothing desirable about going to a restaurant and then needing a shower afterwards. We're not impressed. Man, let us know on the text line. What's what's something you think people are pretending to like? That's a good question, isn't it? I gotta I gotta ponder on that now because I think that there's there's a lot of things that people pretend to like they don't actually like. Mm-hmm. Plain black coffee. Ugh. Facts. <laughs> what's something you're convinced people are pretending to like? What a great question. Uh, from the text uh, line, we've got several. Uh, Larry says my wife pretends to like me. So mm-hmm. got to get that one in there. Christmas tree. That. Dave says, don't hate on black coffee. And I said, no, I don't. I won't. It's my preference as well. That's what I go to. I'll hate on it. It just feels like you're trying to prove something that no one asked you to do. No, I, I'm not trying to prove anything. I think it's more of just being lazy. 
I don't want to have to add all the things to. I don't mind coffee with like creamer in it or milk or, you know, a Starbucks latte yeah. drink, whatever. I like those. Those are also very delicious. You they just, just prefer to drink dirt? They just take work to make. And I'm I'm down and dirty in the morning. I want my caffeine. Let's go. If I could mainline it, I would. You know Ew. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so from the 618, we got clubs once you're over the age of 35. I would probably move that down a little bit yeah, to like I would, 31. I would 32. lower that for sure. <laughs> uh, from the 314, lobster or seafood in general, stop. It tastes like the ocean smells. I am a vegetarian and I love a lobster dunked in okay. butter. Like that, like that? Like that is okay. one thing that I'm like, I don't know morally how I feel about this, but this feels like something I could do. It's always a curious taste. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I always feel like I, I associate that with um, melting pot. Because they, yeah. you know, it usually comes out on the platter. I'm like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll eat it. I would rather get a steak over that. But, you know, uh, from the 636, coffee and tea. Kyle from Afton says, Dasani water tastes like sewer water. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever really, uh, we need to do that water test someday because I just drink whatever water is in a bottle. It oh all tastes gosh. the same to I me. I feel so sensitive about the different waters. Yeah. Uh, and I know a lot of people are very sensitive about that. So what is that thing you think that people are just pretending to like? Let us know on the text line 314-699-4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Lost to the Mets last night. Four to so two. Yeah. No audio. No audio. I'm not going to play. I've done that before. It just feels wrong to play a highlight audio from a loss. Yeah. It's a heartbreaker for a couple reasons. Wayno is losing valuable time in the season to hit that 200 win mark before he retires. And there was talk that if he lost the game last night or if he took the L, that he may get moved to the bullpen. Due to performance issues, he's three and eight this season. Um, so he may not even get the opportunity for those wins at this point. It is possible if you are a bullpen pitcher to get a win, but it's it's, ah, it's just unlikely. It's a big bummer because you really want a, a stud like Wayno to go out on a good note. Why didn't he retire last year? You know, I I kind of leaned over to my wife last night as we were watching the news and watching his highlights or I guess lowlights this year. And it just felt like the right time to do it was last year. But you don't know until you, until you actually do it right. He felt healthy. I don't know. Obviously we don't know Wayno personally and I don't know his like story or what made him think or believe like, okay, this will be the perfect season, the 2022 or three, 20, whatever this year. Mm Mm-hmm. But last year, I was so confused the entire time. I was like, what do you mean he's not retiring? He's still kind of standing out there next to Yachty and Pujols the entire... Like, he's still kind of a part of it, but not really just yeah. like cut the... Like, what's one more season going to do? And I, this is the exact same way that I felt about Tom Brady, except I feel much more passionately that he should have quit while he was ahead. Mm-hmm. Either way, hopefully Wayno comes back and it's a greater ending to no, the season. Knowing Wayno's character, I feel like maybe he didn't want to take anything away from Yachty and Pujols holes last year maybe but wasn't it just like the three amigos yeah i mean yeah I mean, hindsight's always 2020 20, right so you don't you think he's gonna have a great season he's he's been a winning pitcher for so many years now and it's just like ugh, can't get out of his head if anyways they would put me up there as a bench coach i think we'd have a lot less issues you I'm should be saying. a pitching coach that's fine 
be out there in the bullpen with the guys. Get out there you and do I mean? something. Yeah. Hit somebody. Be what? on the phone. Uh, should be a great night for baseball tonight, though, if you're going to the game. Cards take on the Mets again tonight. First pitch at 715. Somebody check on Michael Jordan because it sounds like his arch nemesis's ex-wife is close to being his new daughter-in-law because Marcus just revealed a wedding date with Larsa Pippen is, quote, in the works. I have kind of been listening to their podcast. Okay. I don't like them. <laughs> it really, like, they are both, they seem like nice people. It just doesn't hit me right still. Yeah. To spark further speculation, Larsa was spotted wearing a ring on that finger, although it's unclear if it's a legit engagement ring or not. It's worth noting, Pippin has worn the ring in a few recent Instagram posts as well. So we'll see what happens This there. is a pop culture moment we're going to be telling people about in 20 years. Like, do you remember when Michael Jordan's son ended up marrying Scottie Pippen's ex-wife? Man, tell me tell me that's going to happen back in the, the mid-90s when the bulls are going crazy. And, <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. After almost 30 days, STL City is back in action this weekend. They'll take they'll take on Austin on Sunday. So it's good that the uh, the boys will be out on the pitch again this Sunday. So if you're going to that game, have a lot of fun. I've got details on the the Michael Jordan Mark Marcus Jordan thing on the Facebook page, 923 WIL. Trending now. It's keeping up with Casey on 923 WIL. Yesterday, we talked about the breaking news that Britney Spears' husband of 14 months has filed for divorce. And we've got a couple updates since then. So first and foremost, his name's Sam. He made a statement online that said, after six years of love and commitment to each other, my wife and I have decided to end our journey together. We hold a lot of love and respect for each other, and I wish her the best. S happens. But give me some of that prenup. Asking for privacy seems ridiculous, so I will just ask you to be kind and thoughtful. Um, I never know how to take it when celebrities make these like statements because, of course, they're going to be like, we have so much love and respect for each other. But he's also out there being like, she cheated with our house staff and I caught it in 4K on video. So I don't, I don't know what to think. Shows the tapes. You know, that's... <laughs> That's all you can do at this point, right? I don't think so. Well, if you want, if you really want to contest a prenup, you well, got to have proof, right? I don't know if that is like, I don't know if you can use security camera footage in yeah, court, but. Well, also an update on that TMZ broke that yes, Brittany's prenup is airtight, just as I suspected. Mm -hmm. And Sam is walking away with $0 from that. I'm sure he's going to get paid out somehow throughout all of this. There's just too much involved. Yeah. But at least it's good to know that her assets will remain separately hers. <sighs> I'm, again, happy to know that she can keep all that money <laughs> and mansions and all the things. <laughs> what? The more I thought about the she needs to give up Hollywood for Kirkwood yeah. thing, the the more it just makes it so just much sense resonates. to me. It resonates. I could see, like, we were we were uh, over at Clementine's on Demun the other day. And you could see her hanging out in that area. Perfect area for Brittany. I could see her in that little park over there. Mm -hmm. Man. Walking her French Bulldogs, because I'm sure she's got them. Having ice cream. <laughs> Going home. Yeah. Doing her dances in her backyard, and that's fine. <laughs> she needs some of this fresh air. What is maybe more or less interesting of it all is that as Sam was putting, <laughs> as Sam, the husband, was writing this 
note about how they're separating and ish happens and I'll always have love for her. Be kind and thoughtful. Brittany made a post of her on a horse talking about, guys, I don't know. Should I get a new horse? Mm. I can't decide. Gosh. <laughs> I'm sure he's running, not walking away which, from this. Which is either A, Delulu, or B, hysterically unbothered by him. All I want to know is in his tell-all book that he writes after this relationship is over, are these Instagram posts real? Is that really her? Or is, is this a deep fake? See? You know what I mean? And we can finally learn those. So I'm glad that this is happening. There's a lot of answers we still <laughs> need, but um, at least, uh, I don't know, at least she might get a new horse. <laughs> this is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. All right, Casey, got a new trend that is happening at weddings, or at least it's happened at this one wedding, and I want to get your take on it. How would you feel if you get to the reception, people are partying, having fun, and then a tattoo artist shows up? Yeah, fun. They did this at Hardy's wedding. There you go. So tattoos are obviously... A way to commemorate something. Sure. Memories, uh, you know, children, relationships, and to some degree. But this couple in Kansas had a tattoo artist during their cocktail hour. So before the actual like dinner and reception and all that started, woman posted up. She was doing little like line tattoos mm-hmm. to commemorate the evening. And I'm just not sure that uh, I've been to any weddings where I'd want to <laughs> remember that moment. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> like I look down and I'm like, ah, it's my brother and his wife's wedding. Awesome on my arm. I think it's, well, I don't think that, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. She's not out there like doing their monogram or their wedding like logo on people. She's not, but at the same time. I would imagine that wherever you get that tattoo, you're always going to have that that memory. Right, which you is kind I mean? of the point, I think, because then this way, like either the people who have never gotten one before and they just want something small or the type of people that are like, oh, I'll just swing by and like get one or just get something that I've been wanting. Yeah. Now you always can say and ha- make that part of the story is I actually got this on the day so-and-so got married. We actually got this at their wedding. Yeah. And it's, you know, for whatever. So the one that I saw was a little buffalo. Like she got it like right Cute. here on her uh, on her forearm, like near her elbow crease. <laughs> and it's a little buffalo. It's a, and it's a cool little buffalo. Yeah. I, I like a little buffalo. I know they did this at Hardy's wedding and it became like a big moment there and everybody was taking you know, social media with that. Yeah. I think it's cool. Um, this could be my, that's what you're into. This could be my, uh, my, my opportunity to get a donut, a little donut tattoo. Oh, are you going to someone's wedding? No, I'm just saying like, now that you, now that you say, okay, this, you know, maybe a little, you know, you get a little inebriated, you know, you, you want to get a little tattoo. Maybe it's your first tattoo. Like, I don't think it has to commemorate the couple at all. I think it just, I think the couple is just trying to make like a fun and exciting night. Here's the second thing that I'm not sure about. The tattoos were not free. So they had the tattoo artist there, but you had to pay $60 for a simple tattoo. I'll say it's a deal. That's a deal. So, okay, 60 bucks. 
I, I definitely think she was giving a some sort of discount. Like, you're not going to go to a wedding and not give, like, the guests a discount. For sure, that had to be happening. Yeah. But it does feel a little weird to be like, okay, and where's your PayPal? Yeah. The I, same way, like, you know that uh, permanent jewelry that people are doing where you can get, like, a bracelet welded yep. to you or something? I've seen that happening at weddings, but it's also, like, this itty-bitty bracelet that you're welding to me is... Um, $175. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, some people think it's weird. Some people think, think it's unsanitary. Some people think it's really cool. Let us know what you think on the Facebook page. I posted up the story there. You can see the little buffalo. I'd put a little guy on the buffalo, I think. Oh, riding it? I'm just riding the a buffalo. A lasso? Yeah. <laughs> Remy and Casey. What was a high-class restaurant to you as a kid, but now maybe not so much? 314-699-4766. That's our text line. Let us know. Had this thought the other day. <laughs> As I was reminiscing my birthday, I think it was when I turned eight or nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. My parents were like, where do you want to go to eat? And I was like, we're going all out. We're going to Red Lobster. I don't even like seafood at the time. I don't think. I'm pretty sure I just ate shrimp, like uh, popcorn shrimp or whatever. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? But to me, that felt very expensive. That felt very high class. To be completely honest, I don't know that I've ever been to a Red Lobster. And in my mind, it still is. It's still high class? Like, in my mind, if we were going to go there, it would be expensive. But I don't know because I've not been. It probably would be. And it still is expensive to some degree, I would Uh imagine. Uh, And not to say that these restaurants aren't expensive or they're not high class. But I feel like it, like your taste changes over time. You just you grow when you learn and you see things from different angles. Yeah. Did you did you ever have any of those places as a kid where you'd like the whole family would pack up in the car and you would make a night out of yes. going to this place? And it was usually on my birthday as well. I'd be like, girl. <sighs> Hitting the Olive Garden. Yeah. And it was a huge deal because we had to drive <laughs> to Missouri to go to one. And it, it wasn't until a couple years ago when the gingerbread man and I were, we told our friends like, yeah, we're going to go eat at the Olive Garden. And yeah. they all looked at us like, why? <laughs> you're not going Call to Olive. Date? You're not going to Olive and Oak on right. your anniversary. And that's when it kind of hit me like, oh man. Maybe it's not that great. <laughs> no, it is great. It's fantastic. I love those breadsticks with a passion. You Soup get that breadsticks. Man, you get that Alfredo boat. Mm, dip them breadsticks in that Alfredo it boat. It felt like everything back then. Let's go. Uh, this also, uh, I remember thinking this about Maggiano's was another one for me because I, we didn't have a Maggiano's where I grew up. So it was always a big city kind of Italian yes. restaurant to go to. And they always sent you home with yes. whatever, you know, noodle of choice. To be fair, I just went there for the first time like a year ago and I still was like, oh my God, we're going to Maggiano's. <laughs> wow. It just has a, you know, that high class name. So what is it for you? Let us know on the text line. Uh, has you, has your taste changed? Maybe Olive Garden is still a high-class restaurant to you, and that's right. okay. And that's that's great that's for okay. you. okay. Let us know on the text line. 314-699-4766. We'll meet you there. You get the breadstick started. Let's go. What's a restaurant that you thought was high-class when you were a kid, but then you grew up and you're like, I don't know if it's so high-class. <laughs> from the 314, uh, we got one from Alexis. She said, when I grew up, it was Ponderosa. Hey, girl. Going to that Golden Corral. Family, you know, what was it? Family uh, buffet. What was that place called? 
Uh, I don't know. Just any 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 buffet where you go and they've got pudding in a vat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate Gosh, pudding. Gross. You walk by and it's jiggling. Uh, 636 says Texas Roadhouse was always a birthday or a big event dinner. Still kind of is. For me, Texas Roadhouse, man, those rolls, rolls girl. Man. We're sitting in here thinking That's about all I need. Thinking about what our next meal is going to be, and, and Casey's like on on the way to the float trip. I think I'm going to go to Red Lobster. Get some biscuits. <laughs> uh, Fazoli's for me. Steak and Shake was high class for us. Uh, I mean, I feel like any sit down restaurant as a kid. I mean, my my family didn't have a ton of money, so if we were going to a restaurant, that, that was, was high class. Deal, yeah. yeah. Uh, always thought Olive Garden uh, was so fancy. Whenever we would go there, Red Lobster came up on the list again. OG again. Um, Culver's was a thing for us. Yeah. Like it was a moment if we were going to Culver's and I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, my wife said Outback Steakhouse last night. Mm-hmm. Get to get that blooming onion. Yeah. You know? That's that's real authentic Australian steak right there. <laughs> what was it for you? Let us know in the text line. That that restaurant that you thought was high class as a kid, but then you grew up and you're like, ah, that's uh, that's that's not super high class anymore. Three one four six nine nine forty seven sixty six. Remy and Casey. Today we're playing the big three. We got Bobby on the phone playing for these jelly roll tickets. Jelly roll. Playing with Remy today. Remy, would you like to spin the wheel? See what. There he goes again. A little premature on that one. Oh. Today we're playing Silly Celeb Marriages. Bam, 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 bam. Silly Celeb Marriages. Yes. I love that game. I'm going to explain to you a Silly Celeb <laughs> Marriage that probably lasted not very long, and you're going to tell me the other person who was a part of it. Janet Kramer. Sorry. <clears throat> I didn't include her, but I definitely should have. <laughs> And Bobby's on the phone. If you need any help, I bet she can give you a hand. Okay, number one. Britney Spears is getting divorced from Sam Asghari after 14 months of marriage. But this isn't her longest marriage. Can you tell me how many marriages Britney has had? Man, she had the one to the guy that she got married to in Vegas for like a couple days. And then there was K-Fed. Were they married? Were they married? Four? Four people. I'm going to say four. Four people. Number two. Four people. Who married actress Renee Zellweger in 2005 and then annulled that marriage after only four months? Mr. Kenneth Chesney. Final answer. Final answer. I always give you multiple choice. You never give me multiple choice. Yeah, here's the thing. I actually have written multiple choice on all of these and then I just forgot to give it to you. So do you want it for this last one? I want it for number one, yes. Well, we've passed that. Number three. This celeb married comedian Tom Green in 2001, but their marriage lasted only five months. Do you need... I'm going to go... I'll see if Bobby knows this one. Okay. I think it was Drew Barrymore. Drew, that sounds right. That does sound right. You're going with that? I'm going to go with Andrew Barrymore. We'll go with uh, the DB. Bobby, all three questions. How many do you think that Remy got correct today? That was quick. I think Brittany was only married three times, but the other two I think are absolutely right. So she said, I think he got two, but I know all three, so I'm getting those tickets. Yeah. So two for me. Two for me. Did he do it? Did he do it? Remy. Remy. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
two right, and she got the other one right. So Brittany was married three times. The first one was That's it. The first one was like a couple months. Was she married to Kevin Federline? Kevin Federline okay. was for a couple years, and now this guy, like a year and a few months. And the and then the Las Vegas dude. <clears throat> the Las Vegas dude was the first one. It her, was a couple months. It was like her friend or something. It was her childhood friend. He actually <laughs> showed up to her most recent wedding and was like, "Where's she at? Oh, where's yeah, my remember, wife?" I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and he uh, he did like a whole YouTube video, if I'm not mistaken, of him like yeah. walking around the grounds. Uh-huh. And, yes. Okay. I remember Crazy. that now. Yeah. Number two, who was married to Renee Zellweger in 2005, but their marriage was annulled after just a few months. It was, of course, our king, Kenny Chesney. Number three, this. Celebrity married Tom Green in 2001. It only lasted about five months. That was indeed Drew Barrymore. Great job. My bum is on your lips. My bum is on your lips. You and Bobby make a great team. Great job, Bobby. You're going to go see (laughs) Jelly Roll tomorrow at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Thank you. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Do you know... Who Oliver Anthony is. Oh, yes. Remy, you actually brought up how much attention this man is getting to me. He's just a regular guy, writes music on his own, started doing it to cope with, like, mental illness and things. And he ended up writing a song that he calls Richmond, North of Richmond. And it is absolutely blown up. Yeah, I feel like this is the YouTube video over the... I think it might be up to like 20 million views or something like that. A crazy amount. And we're just talking about, it's not a professional production by any means. I think it was a radio station in Virginia that just had a microphone set up out in the woods. Dogs are rolling, like roaming around. And There's he lawn is, chairs. You can just tell the song means so much to him and he's so passionate about it. And that translates and has really struck a chord with a lot of people. If you haven't heard the song or seen the video on socials, it sounds a little bit like this. You can see, you can imagine yeah. where it goes from there. So he's referencing politicians in D.C. Yes, both sides too. It's not just this. I don't. I don't find this to be a partisan song at all. I think that yeah. both sides of the aisle can agree that on everything he's saying. <laughs> there's so much going on in D.C. and he's fed up with it too. And this is a guy who was raised in like the Appalachian Mountains and. Yeah. <clears throat> Something I've never considered before is us living out here in the Midwest, especially not necessarily like Chicago Midwest. Imagine the political climate when you're that close to the capital, mm-hmm. to Washington, D.C. Yeah. Even if you're out in the mountains, it's it's the air of it is just all around you. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, the Appalachia region, I feel like is a, you know, a lot of those people feel forgotten. Yeah. It was it was a very, it was a booming like mining industry and all of that for so many years and a lot of those towns are desolate and they're ghost towns now. Right. Even though this video and song has gotten millions of views and shares and likes and comments and DMs, people are saying that he is you know the next big thing. So why doesn't he want this overnight career in music that he's essentially being handed right now? He has made headlines this week as he's turned away an $8 million deal, essentially to sell out. So he posted to his own Facebook page and said, 
People in the music industry give me blank stares when I brush off $8 million, but I don't want six tour buses and 15 trailers and a jet. I don't want to play these stadium shows and I don't want to be in a spotlight. I just write these songs because I was suffering with mental health and depression and they've connected with millions of people on a deeper level because they're being sang by someone who feels the words. No editing, no agents, no BS, just some guy and his guitar, the style of music that we should have never forgotten about in the first place. Yeah, I think... <laughs> This is so fun to me. This is one of those moments where the internet's kind of cool. Right. To where like this guy who's been playing a farmer's market for the past however many years to 25 people this last weekend played to like 13,000 people at right. this farmer's market. It's not built for that many people, but he's playing to all of them. They're so into it. So It's so cool. And it's, it's. I mean, I don't necessarily like the term sell out, but I think it's cool that he's kind of flipping the bird to the labels yeah. and the industry we'll, as a we'll whole. We'll see how long that lasts. We will see. But for now, I'll post this video to our Facebook page. Remy and Casey. Casey, I have to tell you about the story I saw yesterday. We're both Stranger Things fans, right? We are. Uh, what if Eddie or Billy just randomly emailed you one day and was like, hey, girl, slid into those DMs. Like, like hey, the you, actor that plays those parts. Yeah. You want to date? What would you do? I would say this must be a scam because you see on my page, I am engaged. <laughs> um, I don't know. You'd be like, I'm an actor and make millions of dollars. I don't care. <laughs> those are two actors that I don't follow along with at all. Yeah. I only know them for those parts. I don't know. What's the right answer here? Well, the right answer was what you initially said. This is probably a scam. Yes. Right. I feel like most people would be like, uh, I'm a little skeptical here. Right. This woman, however, was not. The actor that plays Billy Hargrove, uh, I think he pronounced his first name Dacker Montgomery, um, apparently reached out to her. The real person did. Apparently. Okay. That's what she thought. Okay. So they began an online relationship. <laughs> she ended up divorcing her husband and has sent over $10,000 worth of gift cards to someone portraying this actor on Stranger Things. How old is this person? Um, I would say just given from the photo, probably mid, early to mid thirties. No, yeah, I was gonna say there is a there is a sensitive age of people who have experienced Neve on catfish. Yeah, and those people don't fall for things like this. No, she's way too young to be. No offense to anybody older than that, but she's way too young to be full, falling for this. Yeah, so she thought that, that they were going to be that they were in a relationship, and so every once in a while, and this is how they do. You see this on Doctor Phil. You see this on of like everything, right? This is the classic. Here's a celebrity that you are probably infatuated with or like. And they're you'll reaching do out to you to keep their attention. Yeah, and they and they're like, "Hey, could you send me a hundred dollars? Because you know, whatever." And it's like, why is this person? Why, why is, is this, this millionaire? Especially someone, anybody from Stranger Things. I don't care how big or small your part is. You're probably good. You're probably good to go on the financial department. You're not asking so and so from Kenneth, Missouri. Yeah. To send you her savings account. So after about a year of this online relationship, she was finally like, I've had it. I need to meet you in person. <laughs> and guess who ghosted? No. 
Guess who's gone? She has, in this article, she has a check written out to this person for $5,500. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Of course they ghosted because they're not even in the country probably. Yeah. This happens with country artists all the time. I don't know how many times I've seen fake Luke Bryan accounts. Yes. Fake Jason Aldean accounts. And they look legit. Like they've got the blue check mark. They're they look verified. All the yeah. But then you go to the actual Facebook page and it's like, win $10,000. It's, it's a get. We've had this happen to us before where like someone makes up a fake Remy and Casey page. Well, and- this happens to me all the time where Riley Green accounts will follow me. And so I'll just be halfway looking at my phone and all of a sudden I get a ding. At Riley Green, except the I in Riley's actually like a one uh-huh. or an L. Yeah. At Riley Green followed you and <laughs> and then God. I look and it's it's a dumb fake account. Like yeah. if they can get me that fast, imagine what they're doing to everybody else out here. Yeah, I mean you might actually start an online online relationship with Riley Green. You know? Um I would do anything Riley Green has. <laughs> and I know I'm engaged. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we got to get out of here. We do have to get out of here. Here's $10,000, uh, Riley Green. Uh, anything you want. Uh, I, <laughs> I posted this photo of this this article up on the Facebook page. Go check it out, 92.3 WIL. WIL traffic. Hard to get out of that We kid, we kid. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thank you to Katarina Ritchie. Nominated by Rebecca and Scott Albers. Katarina, Kat, works for the Madison City Police Department. She works with all departments to encourage a cohesive uh, a cohesive work environment and community. She has assisted with animal control to help safely capture strays. Even in the line of duty, picked up a fire hose and put the playground fire out. Yes, red and blue, all in one. It's all in her blood. She does it all and making a positive impact as a police officer in her community. Thank you so much, Katarina. Very cool. And Katarina must be pretty cool because the request song she wants to hear is Reba McIntyre, I'm a Survivor, yeah. on 92.3 WIL. Casey, do you remember Casa Gallardo, the Mexican restaurant? Casa Gallardo? Yeah. No, I don't know what you're talking about. It was a local, I believe it was a local chain that uh, they had Mexican restaurants all over the St. Louis area. And I I think they closed, I want to say maybe 2012, 11 or something like that. Oh, I wasn't crossing the river back then. Um, But yeah, that's what somebody said on here for the place that they thought was super fancy as a kid. And then when they grew up. I just looked it up. I kind of, I recognize like this. Uh, like the sign, like yeah. the font, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so earlier in the show, we asked, what's that What's that restaurant that you thought was super fancy and high class as a kid? For me, it was Red Lobster. And then you kind of grow up and you're like, oh, okay, I know Red Lobster's place in the restaurant uh, chain of command, I guess you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said Olive Garden. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we asked on the text line, what was it for you? Uh, from the 314, we got Hometown Buffet. Uh, Old Country Buffet was the other one that I was trying to think of earlier. Uh, but there's, of course, you know, Shoney's and uh, Golden Corral and Ponderosa and those kinds of things. Uh, someone said Joe's Crab Shack. I feel like anything that had to do with seafood 
you know, felt high class and yeah. fancy. Because we um, don't really have like, you know, I bet it's not that way on the coast, but us not really having like seafood yeah. here, it, it makes it seem that much more interesting. It's definitely not the freshest when it gets to our, our backyard, that's for sure. Uh, but that is it for us today. Uh, we will be at Jelly Roll tomorrow. I'll be at the pre-party at the casino. So if you know the drill, you park there, you take the shuttle over to the amphitheater. It's like $15 for a shuttle pass. And then what's nice is you got a place to pre-party and post-party. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go drinking beforehand. Go get some AC. Yeah, maybe get some AC. Maybe go play some games inside for a little bit when you're done. And you don't have to deal with that traffic. Also, I'm pretty sure tomorrow is our first Jingle Fest ticket blast. You and I won't be there. The afternoon guy, Marty Brooks, will be there. But um, if you're a Jingle Fest ticket blast person, I'm wow, pretty sure really? that starts this weekend. Look it up at 923WIL.com real fast. But I'm pretty sure I'm right. Okay. Uh, so we've got that. We've got... Uh, uh, you're gone. You're going on a float trip. A float trip weekend. <laughs> and, you know, I was really just thinking about it. And there's no bigger transformation than when you're bright-eyed and heading down to the float trip weekend versus Sunday hungover. Yeah. Looking like a raccoon coming home. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say. Uh, but you'll have a good weekend nonetheless, I think. So I think you got good weather. It's going to be hot. So it'll be nice for you. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. And we will see you back here on Monday. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 W-I-L.